Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today we talk about creative marketing and the Super Bowl. Hi and welcome to episode 38 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs or just all round better people. Why? Just Cause. Do you enjoy ads? Advertising? I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you don't like a lot of marketing when other people are doing it to you. You know, in the middle of a TV show when it takes a pause to put on some ads, what do we do during that time? Either we fast forward through it if we've TiVo'd it, or luckily now with Netflix we don't have that issue, but we usually skip over. You know, maybe maybe if it's on YouTube, that pre-rolled ad, and we just wait for that five seconds to count down for us to click next or skip ad. We hate advertising. Advertising is such an inconvenience. It's it's annoying. We are just being bombarded. Unfortunately, marketers ruin everything. And yes, I say that as a marketer myself, we do ruin everything. So why is it that when it comes to Super Bowl time, people line up to watch an ad. They, they're all on YouTube trying to see the sneak peeks as to what the ads are. And as soon as Super Bowl's, Bowl's over, they're sitting there on YouTube hitting those videos millions and millions of times. People are actually going on seeking out an ad? Why is that? It's funny that Super Bowl has just happened and there's three things that Super Bowl is all about. It's about the football, It's about the halftime show and the ads. It is so random that this one time a year, everyone loves the ads. And there is something unique about those ads. There is something special about those ads. There's something different that makes that advertising attract people as opposed to repel people. And today we're going to look at some of those key strategies in which they use in their marketing, in their advertising and see how we can use it in our own marketing, in our own advertising, to see if we can attract people, who knows, maybe even millions of people to our advertising instead of repelling them from our marketing. Now, before we get into this, let's let's have a little bit of a bit of a fun, fun trip down memory lane as far as to what our favorite ads are. What What is your favorite ad of all time? I'm sure you can think of it. I did the, did a live and I asked everyone and they, they could all remember their favorite ad that they had. My favorite ad was the Apple Macintosh ads. Do you remember? It was probably back in oh, probably early 2000s. I can't remember the exact date, but when when they had those ads where there was two guys one guy was called PC, the other guy was called Mac, and they would just have a dialogue together. You know, PC would be sitting there and he'd be coughing and spluttering away, and Mac would come in and go, oh, you're not feeling well? And PC would turn around and say, yeah, I think I've got a virus. And Mac turns around and goes, oh, we don't get those. And there was just these whole series of ads that just told the story behind the Apple Macintosh. Now, I remember that one because those series of ads 
sold me on Apple. Before that, I was a PC and Android person. Yes, I had a smartphone before there was such thing as an iPhone. I used to have Windows phones and, and all these little touchscreen uh, PDAs and, 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 and smartphones before there was such thing as a smartphone, really. And so before that, I was, I was really an Android fan. I was uh, everything PC. I used to customize my PC and spend thousands of dollars on customizing my PC. But after those ads, I never bought another PC again. I went out and I honestly, it would have been in the next couple of weeks after seeing those ads, I went out and bought myself an iMac. And I still have that Mac today. It's probably eight to 10 years old now, actually probably even older. And I was converted and I still have that original Mac nowadays. And now, my wife and I, we have about nine different Apple devices between the two of us in our household. And that's right, we, we, are, we are absolute Apple devotes. And it was all started from a good advertising campaign. And yes, I'll admit, it converted me. So what was your favorite ad? What was your, the, the ad that converted you? Did it convert you? Are you now a person that absolutely loves Snickers because of those hangry ads? You know, the person that would that would turn into someone else when they were when they were hungry and they turn really grumpy and angry, and then when they'd they'd bite uh, Snickers and have 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 something to eat, they would then turn back into the original person. Maybe what was what was the thing that converted you? See, advertising has power. Marketing has impact. It can make a difference when done correctly. Now, there are two different types of marketing, and, and I've mentioned this before a number of times. There's two main differences of, of marketing. One is lead generation marketing, and that's marketing that has a call to action. A call to action is something like, and the best way to describe it is, you know, those late night infomercials. You know, call now and buy in the next 30 minutes and you get a free steak knife. It has a call to action. A lead lead generation marketing has a call to action. It calls people to take action on something. And while, yes, that is powerful, we still need to use lead generation marketing. We can't have all of our marketing as lead generation marketing. It's, look, when I, when I first started teaching marketing to my business coaching clients, I used to tell them, forget about brand marketing, focus all on lead generation marketing. Now, this is going back on about seven years ago, and because it was true back then, it was effective, more effective for us to focus on lead generation marketing. And if you did effective lead generation marketing, you would have success. The big issue is we've ruined things. Like I said, marketers ruin things. People have just become overwhelmed and are over and become immune to lead generation marketing. The call now, buy this now, call in the next 30 sec, thirty minutes and you get a free set of steak knives. You know, but wait, there's more. We have become immune to it. We, we've even gone beyond becoming immune to it. We've become repelled by it. And we are in a new generation of marketing style and it's and I, I don't mean to I don't want to be like one of those old guys that is like well now with the internet now with all these social media things you know like but it's just true 
that we are in a different social climate now for our marketing. That everything we do that is marketing or everything that we're doing, that we're putting out, things that are being shared, it's all about the social proof of it. It's all about it being shared. And it because everyone, where are we marketing? We're marketing on social platforms. So people don't want to be sold to on those social platforms. I mean, I even stopped using Facebook for a long time because all what I was seeing is people trying to sell me stuff. And so I got sick of it. But this is what we need to be aware of, of what the social climate is. Now, I know there's lots of marketing gurus out there that are telling lead generation is the best way to go about it. Lead generation is important, but we must understand the social climate in which we are marketing within. And if we're marketing on a social platform and with with the world nowadays, even YouTube, with Facebook, with Instagram, with all, all these things, I, I don't, don't mean to you know, name these out, but they are social platforms. They're not marketing platforms. So us as marketers, if we wanna market something effectively, we can't come and bring in our marketing strategies into that platform. We need to become almost a chameleon within that platform. We need to be able to immerse ourselves and blend in as much as possible so that people don't think it's marketing. The best type of marketing to do in that instance is brand marketing. Is, is brands building our brand, building our social credibility, building our social equity. It's something that we do to be able to build up our, our social proof that we are reputable, that we know what we're talking about, that we are reliable, that you can trust us before you sign up to everything. And I know you, most people are just trying to get people to sign up for a free ebook. But if we're trying to get people to take action on something, if we're doing a call to action, people are repelled. Even if they've got to sign up and put their name and email address in, that's something that is going to repel people. That's something that is still a currency. It's still value. They feel like, oh, well, I'm going to give you my email address and then you're just going to spam me. So people have been re re put off way too much and now are even repelled by free things. So we need to make sure that we are focusing on branding, building our brand, building our brand equity, building our knowledge, our experience so that people can get to know and trust us and know that we are the authority. We can't send out an ad saying that we are the authority. People don't care about that anymore. I mean, look at all these all these review platforms like Yelp and and you go in and do a you go go in on TripAdvisor and before you go on to a restaurant, you go and see what other people say, what other feedback and reviews people have given on that. Because that's the way that we operate nowadays. We are used to that. We don't care if your advertising says you're the best. We want to know that other people say that you're the best. And that's the social climate in which we are currently in. So we need to, as marketers, understand the social climate. And if we're just going and putting a marketing and advertising out there that's saying, we're the best, and they don't know who we are, it doesn't matter how good our product or service is, they're not going to buy. They're not going to take action. No matter how good our call to action is, no matter how good our free offer is, no matter how good our marketing is, if they don't know us, they're not going to buy us. 
It's just the way we are. It's just the social climate. So although it used to be all about lead generation, it's now swung around with this new social climate and it's all about brand marketing. And that's that's the point of these Super Bowl ads. They cost $6.5 million for them to run a 30-second ad. $6.5 million. Now, that's got, that has nothing to do with the actual production cost. These guys spend tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars just to record a 30-second ad. It's crazy. But what's the difference? Why are people streaming to watch them? Why have there since it's within 24 hours and there's been millions and millions of views of those ads, whereas most people will be muting their TV, walking away from the TV, or fast-forwarding through the ad if they're on TiVo? Why is it? It's because they take this moment to get extra creative with their marketing, to tell a story, because people want to be entertained. That's, that's what people are on a social platform for. They're on there to be entertained, to be engaged, to, to get to understand a story. They want to know our story. They don't want to know how good we are. They don't want to know how many... How many um, plug how how many features our product has they want to know our story and so that's the secret that's the key we must tell our story in a creative engaging way now how can we do this for example i'm, I'm going to use an, a prime example of a of a of one of the ads that was aired for the super bowl this year it was an ad for a for Australian tourism. Yeah, I'm going to promote it because I'm an Australian, so I want to give them a bit of an extra plug. But what it was, it wasn't just a normal tourism ad. It wasn't just an ad where they just went around and showed all the sites of Australia and said, hey, you should come here and visit here, and it's awesome here. We've got kangaroos and we've got stuff like that. No, they filmed it in the fact, or in, in, the, in a manner that was like a trailer for Crocodile Dundee, for the new Crocodile Dundee movie. Now, there is no new Crocodile Dundee movie, but they filmed it in a way that it was a, that it was a movie trailer. Because people love movie trailers. It tells a story in and of itself. And so it was a story. And what they did is they got all top Australian actors. There was Russell Crowe. There was Hugh Jackman. There was Isla Fisher. There was, um, uh, I've gone blank, Chris Hemsworth. Like all these top Hollywood actors that are at the top of the Hollywood that are all Australian actors. They got them. And also the old Crocodile Dundee, they got Paul Hogan back in to to um to film it as well so they showed off that hey we've got all this talent here but they showed all the backgrounds all the scenery of australia but in the in the scene or in the in the storyline of a trailer of a movie and so people didn't think that they were seeing an ad they felt that they were watching a trailer of a movie and so it was telling a story so people want to know your background story Share your story. Share the behind the scenes. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean practically? Because, okay, for Tourism Australia, they can afford to get Chris Hemsworth and, and uh, Paul Hogan and, and Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe and Isla Fisher. And, and, and I'll bet some of those you didn't even know they were Australian. But we, we've got some phenomenal actors and actresses that have come out of Australia that are at the, at the peak of their industry. 
at the peak of Hollywood. And so, so that, that there is a lot of lot of things that we can do, but maybe we don't have a couple of hundred million dollar budget to film an ad. But we know what the story is. People want to know the background. Background to us. How did we get to do what we're doing? How do we build our area of our expertise? How did we come to deciding to deliver this product or service? People want to know the why. People want to know the behind the scenes. You know, Simon Sinek talks about with marketing and the reason why Apple was so effective is because they started with why. And if you haven't watched that that TED talk, I encourage you, jump onto YouTube, search Simon Sinek start with why that's s-i-n-e-k simon cynic start with why it's it's a phenomenal where there, there is a 20 minute version and a five minute version just watch the five minute version that's all you need there's a phenomenal ted talk that talks about how marketing tells the story of the why we do it rather than the what and the how and this set this sets this is what set Apple apart. And this is what can set us apart, just like what sets the the Super Bowl ads apart is they're telling stories. They're telling the behind the scenes. Maybe you're doing and, and I'm just gonna use some examples that we had on our live. And if you're not on our Instagram live, let me encourage you, jump on our Instagram or Facebook Live. We daily get notifications so you know when we date when we're on. And then you can ask questions and we can talk about strategies for your particular business. But there was a there was someone on there that they do property seminars. And they said, Well, how do we tell the story behind our property seminars? And so there's a couple of different things. First of all, you can just tell the excitement and the story behind property investing rather than all the skills and the strategies and the and the formulas on how to how to do property investing. But just tell the story behind investing. Go to some of the people that you that have attended your workshops. Now, don't go and get a testimonial from them. That's the wrong thing because everyone's like, oh, testimonial. Yeah, of course, the, the same same testimonial. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I, I attended this, this event and it changed my life and I've made this much money since. It's, like that's, it's so dry and clinical. It doesn't tell a story. Go to their home. Go to the home that they bought after visiting or after performing and doing your workshop. Go to them and get them to walk through the home. Do a, do a walkthrough video and get them to share the excitement of the little things around the home and the features in which they, they chose because they wouldn't have looked for those things because uh, unless they did the workshop. And, and, and just, just the story behind how it's changed their life, the, the actual story of these people you know, maybe they have kids. Maybe they did, they wanted to set up a future for their kids. Whatever the story is, get the story behind your product. The lives that have been changed or your journey or the way in which the product is actually made. The way in which the, the, um, the service is created and what makes it different. You know, the why. Tell the story. And this is what can convert our marketing from boring lead generation marketing that people are going to skip past to attractive advertising and marketing, creative marketing that is telling a story that is going to attract people, that's going to help people build trust with us. Now, I do have a warning as, as I'm closing out. Please understand that this is a long-term strategy. 
It's not a quick fix. And nowadays, we must be really patient with our marketing. We can't just switch on a marketing campaign and see results straight away. We have to build the reputation. We have to build that trust. We have to build our audience, first of all, before we try to sell them something. And I'm talking firsthand. I've made the mistake. I've been talking about a new Facebook ad campaign that I just recently launched, and I failed on this. I made the big mistake. I've been building my reputation, building my brand on Instagram, and then went, I went and ran a Facebook ad campaign that was lead generation, and it has bombed. It didn't do very well. Why? Because I didn't build up the trust on that platform. I really, I missed a crucial step, and I'm so mad at myself that I should have known this, but I was so caught up in the creative that I launched out the campaign without focusing on the other things first. But hey, every failure is a lesson and now I've changed that and I'm gonna change the way I approach the marketing and I teach my cl- how I teach my clients to approach the marketing as well. Because all what I did is I went out and built up a lead generation ad with people that didn't know who I was. Because I've been focusing on building my brand and people know me on Instagram, but they don't know me as much on Facebook. So now I'm switching that over and I'm focusing on building my brand, building my reputation more on Facebook and Instagram. I'm keeping that going as well. So that next time I launch out a campaign, then I can be successful. So what are you trying to market? Rather than trying to go into lead generation, yes, take time. It may take an extra couple of months. It may take six months, it may take 12 months, but this is the patient game. If you can't afford to pay your bills, don't run a random campaign trying to, trying to feed people into your funnel to quickly make money. Go and get a job. Go and get something to earn money so you can build your business, build your reputation, build your brand, build the trust over long term, and then it will be so much more successful. Get creative with your marketing. Tell the story behind you, behind your clients, behind your product, service, and brand so that people will trust you and people will be streaming to you instead of repelled by your marketing. I'm looking forward to seeing how your marketing is converted because of this one mindset shift. I thank you for listening. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio where we take another metaphor from a trending event, movie or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs or just all around better people. Why? Just Cause. 